But at the end of the day, mate, does she pay my bills? Don't fucking think so. Ah, love it. Woo! We belong together. Oh, mate, so I've uh, got new Gymshark here. It's not new. Oh, I mean, I've got Gymshark here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, we are back. I'm thinking of getting what some high-top white Nikes and um, a silver, like, shiny ring. I just don't know. I've just had, like, the feeling lately to do something yeah. like that. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Maybe some Jordans as well. Yeah. I wonder where you get your... I don't know. From. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know what? You should be flattered, mate, at the end of the day. Drake actually has a new song that's coming out. <coughs> in, um, what's the line? Imitation is not flattery. It's just annoying me. And that's how I feel about you. You do not actually feel like that. I do. Imitation is not flattery. It's just annoying me. Yeah, Drake comes out with that line. Oh, so because, because Drake says it, suddenly it's correct. It's not correct. It's an opinion. And I oh, agree okay, with yeah, it. Okay, fair. fair. <laughs> do you actually get annoyed? You'd actually get annoyed. Just don't buy the exact same thing as me. I don't, mate. I haven't, I haven't bought a do-rag. Move a little bit closer to the thing because that's why I put it there. Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. I haven't bought a do-rag. Not yet. Exactly, mate. And also, something, do you know what? Like, like I said before, if you're if you hang out with people where none of what that people no, if you hang out with people where none of what that people do rub off on you, uh, intellectually, emotionally, physically, none of it, you're hanging around with the wrong fucking people. Because at the end of the day, you yeah, want to be, be around people. If, if yeah, you you're inspired. The, if you the exact same thing or doing the exact same thing, then there's a bit of there's that's the issue. Oh, get like one with like one less diamond on it then. Yeah, you look more tired than when we did our first episode. Yeah, fair, fair. It's got better, mate. The content, the videos are flow. Do you know some people who've listened to it have said to me, they've like DM me and uh, they've been like, I because I do this as well. They're like, I listen to the first episode and then listen to your most recent one, and they're like, mm. holy fuck, the the difference is crazy. When I listen to our first one. We are so nervous, yeah. so like, like kind of like joggy. Like, we didn't like, really know each like, other that well. Like, 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 I said like a lot. My mum said that about <laughs> my videos. Like, yeah, just stop saying like um, so much. I'm like, okay, yeah, I think you're like right. <laughs> <laughs> I say um a lot. I'm like um um, uh, but yeah, when you listen to it, the difference is crazy it's not well we only knew each other for like six months at that point yeah and also we have like better equipment as well yeah better equipment uh that's all coming in from the advertising we're getting which is which is zero at the moment which is fuck all if oh you know we should set up guys we're gonna set up a a a fucking what's that thing called that people put in their instagram a a vimo whatever it is people a Venmo, yeah cash app whatever it is we'll set up one of those and if anyone wants to donate money i don't think that's a massive thing over here in australia it's more tiktokers do it they're like if you just want to give me money yeah it's more in america i'd really appreciate the money um, they do (coughs) but it's almost it's more for creators who want like money so they can keep making more content and make their content better so it's just like, yeah, I'm doing all this for free, but it'd be great if you've cash to help me like continue entertaining you, continue investing more equipment, being able to go to different places to make more content. I think that's more of what why they use it. It's not of of a give me money because I'm greedy. It's more money so I can keep doing what I'm doing. We could do that. We should do that. That's that's what we need it for. So people invest, give us more money, we'll put into more content, we'll give the people what Behind they the want. Scenes. Behind the scenes. We'll also stuff. give you free dating advice as well, because we're pretty like pro at that by now. Yeah, we're we're very very. I have a lot of experience. <laughs> I could now. tell you how to not end up miserable yeah. and alone, uh, or try to. I, t- I can't tell you what to do, <coughs> but I can tell you what not to do. Mate, so. I uh, recently I have in I've known you for about a year now, and the oh. past year it's going to get deep, deep, and meaningful right now. <laughs> Pass the bag. I uh, in the past year you've built. Fear into me. 
Mate, Good. you've built fear into me. Good. Like, to the point, right, where when you call me, it's not like, fuck, what have I done? <laughs> I'm like, what haven't I done? I'm like, fuck, what did I do today? I woke up, I brushed my teeth. I didn't fuck up doing that. I was fine. <laughs> I went to get a coffee. That was fine. I didn't spill it on my floor in my apartment that he's not living in. That, that, that's fine. That's cool. I'm like, fucking fearful. And you know what? You'll send me a text, right? And Because obviously, I'll forget to upload sometimes. Fair enough. But you'll send me a text being like, what happened with the upload? And like, that might seem like a normal tip, but I can feel the like, I literally feel like whoever I'm with, I'm like, I've got to go right now. <laughs> I'm powering fucking home. Can you imagine you just on a, uh, on a slight jog down Campbell Road? I'm like, man, I've got to go. I've got to go right now. I'm, I'm on a date. I'm like, nah, sorry, I've got to leave. I'm going to have to pick this up next week. <laughs> like, bro, I feel, and you know what? Some of my friends, what Jack, who's living there, he's like, bro, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. It's, it's an, I said what? this to you. I was like, this is probably why white kids don't respect our parents. <laughs> and why, because I have a feeling your mum probably instilled this into you. Nah, well, like, do the whole fear thing. Well, like, black kids seem to be more fearful of their parents than white kids are right. So, like, oh, my, yeah. my black friends would never disrespect yeah. their parents. Holy shit. The amount of shit I would say. My friends, like, swearing at their parents and stuff. <laughs> Fuck you, mum. Spag yeah. bowl. Shit. Yeah. Get out of my room. Get out. This is my area. <laughs> this is my fucking area. <laughs> Bro. Oh, it wouldn't happen. It would not happen. My goodness. Your mum sent me a DM. Remember before, I, like, got really scared. Good. I, Thanks, saw, I saw it and I was like, oh, my God. I, like, went over it for ages. I'm like, hey, what can I write? I wrote it, rewrote it. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, so I don't need if an I angry Jamaican any- woman come, coming after me. I don't need <laughs> my that. My message Dan and then Dan's reply to her was... Don't say No, 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 no. I don't need your mum hearing this because I unsended it because I was fucking nervous. I don't need some Jamaican woman knocking on my door in Bondi. Pretty much I had to ask Dan Just- to rewrite me. That was the most ridiculous response I've ever read. Rewrite that right now. But yeah, man, you put, you put the fear in me. You know, you know what it is for anyone Go listening? I, uh, for example, we had our friend Jack and Jack now has a bit of fear because he was living here for about a week and he was still in our living room and he just wouldn't tidy up the living room, just left it a mess. Like he was living in a hostel. So I gave off to him quite a few times. Anyone that follows me on Instagram would have seen <laughs> that he left his filthy ass shorts on our like, that, kitchen, that was, top, yeah. t- kitchen top. You, and you know what? I, was, I like to keep that sort of stuff off Instagram until it c- keeps happening constantly. Is, is that my one? Yeah. Oh, it's not working? I like to keep that sort of stuff off Instagram, but if they if they keep doing it, then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have to just lower your social status. The fear. I'm going to start embarrassing you in front of women and letting them realize how disgusting you are. And that's what I had to do. Even a couple of girls messaged me and like, oh, if I knew that, if I was dating him and I knew that, that would turn me right off. You I'm put, like, do you put the vile. fear? You put the fear into Good. people. You need you, to put the fear in you as well. It's like you send a message in the group chat and you're like, oh, hey, how's everything going? It just sounds fucking angry. <laughs> hey, how the fuck are you going today, mate? <laughs> fuck, man, I'm good, bro. Don't worry about it. responsibility in the podcast to post on social media. So if he doesn't do it at the time that he's supposed to, I have it's to fair. send him a message. It is, it is fair. Because he always forgets. But now it gets to like 20 past six and I like run home. I'm good. like, the thought, it's like, you know when you're out on a night out, I don't know, I, I would get it and your mum gives you five missed calls and you don't answer, you know the next day you're going to be in shit. Mm. That's the same fear I have of thinking of you're going about to send I'm me the text to or call. I'm glad to be that one that instills that sort of fear. Yeah. I'm actually really happy. So why do you think it is that there's this stereotype that like black kids, you know, talk to way their mum talk to their mums the way they do and white kids talk to the mums the way they do? My um, my black mate back home when we would go to his house, I was terrified. Mm. She when she would speak to me, I would be so focused on not fucking up what I'm about to say. 
Because I think in the black community, you've always been taught to like always respect your elders. Yeah. No matter who 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 they are. So it's like, a very cultural thing. Yeah. It's a very cultural thing. Even mm. like people who aren't, especially in Jamaica, even people who aren't related to you in like marriage or blood you'd call them like an aunt or an uncle that's like the level of respect you have for of like an adult one sec man like Oakley is just getting thrown out <laughs> oh, th- there we go sorry I had to tend to my child um, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a thing in those society. You just always seem to respect your elders, and if and also in the black community, from I would say like especially my parents' generation up, they would get hit if they'd like misbehave, like mm. the smallest things. So disrespect was not tolerated, and then that just gets passed on by generation. Like you wouldn't just get hit with like a hand; you'd get hit with like the closest thing to the adult. So if there was a if there's a wooden spoon there, they would let you lift it and slap you. If there's a remote, they'd slap you. If the shoe was the closest thing, they would pick it up and throw it at you. Not me. I yeah, didn't have yeah. this experience, but it has. It's okay, bro. You can speak honestly and openly. Don't worry I love about you, it. Mother. <laughs> um, but it is an experience a lot of black kids, not so much my generation, would have been a little bit, but definitely our parents and mm. going further back. Like scolding was a thing. I like even the prep school I went to in Jamaica was owned by my family on my mum's side. So mm-hmm. it was like they own like the principal was the headmaster. The uh, the prep school was a family member, and like I used to get like beat in school. That's crazy yeah. that that's a like, thing. I thought that was just our parents' generation. No, no, no. no like, but <laughs> so there was a time. Just in case, I, I, I remember this like. It was years ago. I was in my second last year prep school, and we had prefects in, in prep school as well. And the <coughs> teachers had to go from like a massive meeting. The whole school was like, all the teachers were in one room having a meeting about whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the the prefects had to look after different classes. Yeah. So they'd have to like sit there. Everyone had to sit in silence, had to read. But if you misbehaved, they'd write your name down, and then they'd send it to the principal's office. Oh, you gonna then, get beat today? And then, so pretty much, they'd send this list to the principal's office, and we had an intercom that goes across the whole school. And when the meeting was over, the headmaster, who's a, like family member, like reads out everyone's name. Yeah. And then this massive line of kids is just like waiting to go into the office, and you're all sitting there, and all you hear is. <laughs> <laughs> And it's literally just a slap on the hand. And then it's just like, you like stand there like this. And then kids like move and shit because they don't want to get hit. And if you move, then you get more. So I remember walking in, I was just like this, bang, you just get a hit. Bang, bang. So there's like little thin canes like and thin stuff. Canes, yeah, my yeah, old yeah. man used to tell me about that. Yeah, so like that was the thing. Bro. Then, I think that's why you just don't really get like black kids being that level of disrespect. It's you're good. Swearing at your parents, tell them like, I don't want this for dinner. La, da, da, Bro. Da, da. one of my mates back home one, one of my white mates um i was at his house i never said this to my mum, but like i was at his house and i never really hung out with him again because i was like this is pretty fucking psycho mm. so we were at home went to his house and his mum had like made some spag bowl or something and we're there and he's really cool really chill and like hey mate yeah we'll play some ps4 tonight whatever yeah, yeah cool 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 his mom's like hey jordan uh i've got dinner for us tonight uh spag bowl he's like yeah, yeah. huh i got spag bowl fuck you mum I hate Spag Bowl. You're what? a fucking shitty cook, you slag. And I was like, <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> and he turned back to me. He's like, yeah, so anyway, GTA. I, like, I was like, 
What, what the, the fuck, bro? Mate, I was. T- I never went back to his house again. I was like, you speak to your mum like that? My mum didn't part with shit in the house, to be fair. Like, yeah. I would get clouted. I would get, like, the belt. I'd get fucking all this kind would of you? shit. Yeah, I get the belt, hangers, fucking. My mum was militant and when I was. still turn out like this? Bro, do you know what I mean? She didn't hit me hard enough. <laughs> bro, she was, she was militant. She was militant back in the day. Jesus. And I think it gives you. You know what? Would I beat my kids? Nah. I think from growing up, this is my personal opinion, mm. I got the occasional smack, right? Probably a bit more. But did it help? Yeah, probably did, I reckon. I reckon it taught me something. I reckon, look, the occasion it's hard. I reckon the occasional one, at the end of the day, is not the end of the world. Yeah. Would I do it? Uh, I wouldn't be against it, but I'd hope I wouldn't be in that position where it would lead to that. Yeah. I'd, I'd I don't, hope I don't, so. I don't, but it I'm, happened to me and I turned out, you know, fucking, I'm pretty happy. You know? Yeah, I don't care. So you yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't need therapy. I'm fine. I, I, I don't think no, it I have works. no commitment I think, issues. I think people, I think they think it works, but I don't think it actually works. Because I think that's why so many kids especially in our generation now have the inability to really articulate themselves mm. and their feelings to people because whenever they were younger i don't think their parents gave them that safety um net or that safety within their home where they felt if they're annoyed or pissed off that they could actually go to their parents mm. and especially if like someone hits you whenever you're upset or if you have a disagreement or you, you build do like something a negative wrong, connotation it bring, or whatever it, it is yeah, it builds like a negative relationship with that person and you yeah. don't feel like Holy shit! I've just I've just messed up here with my mates out doing something. I don't even feel like I can go to my parents because what's gonna happen? They're gonna beat me. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna get pissed off. Yeah. I'm gonna go to room. I'm gonna get grounded. I'm gonna get grounded for two weeks. I'm yeah. gonna grind, and I haven't even dealt with like whatever experience I've just had. Yeah. So I don't think like beating does help. I think parents back then thought it did because it instilled that fear, and fear is not what you want to be building with kids. Nah. Like as you grow up, because I think think about if you're in a relationship with a someone, and it's a, a someone's being like violent towards you and they're hitting you. Mm. Like, how are you ever gonna feel comfortable in that space? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's, you know that's true. I, mean? I think it's really hard being if a, you're like, a friend who's just a friend and they always hit you. How are you gonna feel comfortable in that space? Yeah, you're just because you're accepting it. And well, after just, I brought this to you, you finally stopped doing it, so it was nice. I felt a lot more comfortable around you. Just weird. <laughs> 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 That's a wind up. It's gonna hear that on the fucking audio. <laughs> oh, fuck, bro, it was an accident, man. Oh. Fuck. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think the the hitting thing does yeah. really work. That Being well. a parent, man, is stressful. It's very fucking stressful and complex. And I can imagine how hard. It, like some people have like so many kids. So like, Jewish communities back home, they have like six kids, six, seven, eight, nine kids, and I'm like. There's do, so much. They, they just don't believe in contraception. They're just fucking setting up franchises, bro. They just want to have as many kids as possible. That's fair. That's and uh, bro, like, do they not? I don't. I don't know if they believe in. I, I wouldn't know. But I think they just the whole point. I think it's through the Holocaust and stuff like that. Is you know there were so many wiped out. Yeah. The whole point is you want to like recreate as much as you can. And but like, bro, having. Like they breathe kids. that much that they create such a massive in, like community for themselves. They can just keep everything within. Yeah. Their, so our Jewish communities are so wealthy. Yeah. And it stays in there because mm. they they have so many kids. They have so <coughs> many kids. They have so many kids that whenever they all live in that same area, they just buy and sell yeah. off each other. And that's why mm. they don't. That's why billionaires, some of them, especially in the, in the states. Oh, 100 percent. My goodness. So the lesson we've got from this is: white kids, stop disrespecting your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you do, they won't hit you like black kids parents so it's fine Just keep doing whatever you do <laughs> I don't think my mum ever mm, she may have hit me once or twice you've just buried the memory deep down 
Uh, fuck, from, if she listens to this, if I get a DM, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying about Dwayne? No, nah, my mum was good. She didn't ask. I didn't, she no, she seemed really nice me. from speaking to me. She was. Uh, we had a very nice conversation. I think she likes me. I, I, I hope. I hope Clover. I hope you I'll like her. I'll get her to confirm via voice note. We'll play it the next up. I called next, her. I called uh, her. I don't know why. I called her Miss Dwayne. When I was like, I was like Miss Dwayne. I, was, I don't know why. I didn't know her last name. Says her name at the top yeah. of the screen as well. No, but when I think it was on the last podcast, I was like, Yo, Miss Dwayne, because I didn't know her last name. I'm like, Fuck, that sounds <laughs> so fucking. She just hates you more now. That's great. Wow. That's great. You've done a really good job. Right. So should I press recording this? Fuck, bro. You- I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh. I was like, are you fucking joking? This kind of genius oh, isn't just <laughs> like recreated willy-nilly. Fuck. Oh, that's funny because I don't think you saw me when I pressed record earlier. I was just like, I'll oh, pretend. Yeah. Oh. Well, mate, I turned uh, I turned 29. You did. How and, do you feel? Uh, mate, You're in your last year of I, Do you know what? 28, I felt really sad. This year, I actually, t- turning another year older, I was actually right this year. I think maybe because we weren't able to go out or do anything for it. It's why do you feel sad turning twenty? I don't know. It was like another year older, another year closer. I don't know. It was like a perspective. I think that when I turned twenty-eight, I was in a very different situation. Mm. I was in a relationship that wasn't conducive. I was uh, in a place I was living that wasn't helpful, beneficial. There was just so many things I was doing in my life that weren't giving me what I wanted. Yeah. And then I moved here, and I'm a lot happier now. You know. Um, yeah. Due to all the friends around me, due to my lifestyle, where I am, so many. There's so many balance. things that have just created i'm so fucking happy it's incredible this last year has been amazing and yeah so this year i wasn't that bothered about turning 29 you know i was like yeah it is what it is i'm happy life is good and the older i get the less fucks i give and the more confident i am as a person Mm -hmm. and i'm always like this is the best version of myself that i've been so far you know i'm always like i'm a lot i prefer me now than when i was before i'd rather be younger yeah but like me mentally now but younger you know what i mean yeah, I I actually completely agree with that. I do think, I do think especially when it comes to that sort of mental health thing, like your location mm. and the people around you is so important. I think location, location, location. Because yeah. I think your mindset would be so different for one if you weren't even able to like just go to the beach oh, on a daily basis. Go I try and go water. for a dip like every single day. And even if you don't go in every day, it's like knowing that you're like you have the option to go and dip as well. And then also having literally every single close friend Mm. living within a 2K radius, not even. 100%. Literally the furthest person's probably Mm. Lee and twins. Yeah. From us. I'm excited to have a big party eventually though. I'm very excited. I was really excited to have a big party, but it is what it is. Mm. It is what it is. But uh, eventually we will do that. Thank you very much for the gift. I got a very nice picture. So of me, you and Jack, some exfoliating shit that I can use, some coconut oil for things and uh you know so now when girls come over they see a picture of you and they go oh who's he and i go <laughs> awesome sweet fucking this it was like you knew that you, you knew I, what you were doing I put my instagram handle yeah on. you knew what you're doing oh my god so is he like jamaican and irish i've never met someone like that before oh my god that's so cool oh, i'm just like funny. get out <laughs> no don't <laughs> i'm joking 306 I'm okay <laughs> up the fucking road i'm joking <laughs> Oh. No, it's very nice. I got some cool stuff, some cool gifts from my friends. It was nice. It was really cool. I really appreciated yeah, it. You just got to make do with what the situation that we we are currently in, don't you? Did you edit the picture? Because I look so red in that picture, like I'm burnt to shit. Uh, I did, but I've actually lowered the redness. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, has he fucking made me look like that? I no. look so like flush. That's just how you and look. you guys look. 
Jack's got a nice tan on, you got your nice glow on, and I look like a fucking cherry. It's the melon. Jesus. Oh, that's why now they're like, oh my god, is that you? No, that's... Nah, that's not me. <laughs> nah, nah, it's just some oh, other... No, nah, it's just some other geezer. I um, had a thought recently, and uh, talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Lately, I've been trying this thing, and it's been really helping me, that when I go through certain situations, so it's really easy to overthink. And, yes. you know, when you sit with your thoughts, you can think like a thousand things at once. Mm-hmm. I didn't read up to do this or anything like that. I just naturally started doing it. I started talking out loud my problems. So when I had a situation I was dealing with with a friend, with work or whatever it is, I would like wake up in bed. If it's on my mind or if I'm on a walk and I'll be like, cool, I've got a thousand thoughts going on. Let's see what I can actually deal with right now. So I would be like, okay, this situation has happened at work. What are the variables here? What can I change? What can't I change? This is what I can change. I can change that today. This is what I can't change today. This is what I can do later. But I would verbally say this out loud Mm -hmm. and it would automatically just calm me down. Because when I just sit there, you sit there and you just like layer so much and it's so hard to have things like pinned out. But I found when I would talk out loud, it would really help me break it apart, break it down, actually realize, well, this is actually an issue. This actually isn't an issue. I'm just fucking worrying. Mm. And quite often, worry doesn't solve anything. Stressing never solves anything. So, but yes, I recommended that to one of my friends recently. And anyone that is really stressed, we live in a really testing time at the moment with Mm. so much going on. So, anyone that is really stressed, try give it a go. I know it sounds really stupid, whatever it is but when you're out and about or you're on your own or you're dealing with something actually verbally speak out the problem you're dealing with and verbally speak about the issues the possible solutions why you're feeling like that where's it coming from is it coming from like a baseline thing or is it something deeper that's actually connected to something else and see how you feel I actually it's helped me massively you know what that's called what going to therapy what that's what th- that's why people go to therapy I'm able to I've done that just for myself yeah I, I do, I'm able to I do, do that I've really been like able to solve a lot of shit yeah that I, I've been paranoid about and anxious about just by talking about it out loud yeah I do I do think there's there's definitely a point where it does take a lot of where you have to use yourself and self-develop and self-reflect in order to fix a lot of your issues but I also think going to someone professional because they they can literally they can see and understand so many things about your psyche that you probably don't know or don't think like don't think you know. Mm. Like for example, I have a hairdresser that does my my dreads, and she's also a psychotherapist. Mm. And literally, the first time I did my dreads, she was I was like, "Oh, so what do you do? Does do you do this full time?" She's like, "Yeah, but I'm also a psychotherapist." I was like, "Oh, sick!" So we sat down doing my hair, just. Started to, I was like, oh, so what type of psychotherapy are you really into? She's like, relationships, uh, positive mindset, la da 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 da, mental health. And we just started talking, started talking about my dating life at the time when I went to see her, like ex girlfriends, whatever. And she, within the, the hour and a half that I was getting my hair done, I literally figured out so much stuff mm-hmm. about the reasons why I broke up with my last girlfriend and um, some of the stuff that she did that, like, annoyed me but I didn't didn't open know, up a can of words yeah, that I didn't know like annoyed me and after because mm. I was I've never been to a therapist before mm-hmm. and I literally sat there went through all that and after like it all, it all finished and we finished talking about it I was just like you've literally just been pulling on my head mm. doing my hair talking to me about this and I've unpacked so much and I would never have unpacked that unless I had like 
unless she was there to actually ask me questions that like got the ball rolling the gears like turning mm. in my head because before that I was just like yeah this is why I broke up blah, 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 blah. and I said why what I've been telling everyone else and because she's been training to be a psychotherapist and she knows like different have signs. we spoken about this yeah okay yeah, yeah um she knows the different like signs and questions <clears throat> that ask to kind of force you to like think deeper like I gave answers to her that I was giving my friends and mm. my friends were like, oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. But she was like, nah, there's more. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, there's more. Mm. And I, when I was sitting there thinking, I had it in the back of my head. But like, as you said, it being in my head made it seem less real. And yeah. I was like, oh crap, if I say this, then it's actually legit. Yeah, it's real. So I said it out loud and then she was like, boom, there you go. That's literally, that's literally one of the main reasons why you broke up with her. But I have a really f- interesting fact. Go on, go for it. By your thoughts, you're saying. Drop some bars. So research says it, it is found that the average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Mm-hmm. Of those thousands of thoughts, 80% were negative and 95% were exactly the same repetitive thought as the day before. Hmm. So if you think about that, the amount of times that you're probably stressing, you've probably the exact same stress you probably had the day before. You've just brought it into another day and you're just like... I have found that from... I have found that from doing... Look, I think for some people, a therapist is definitely... I think, yeah, let's just... Oh, I thought it was going to pull. For some people, I think a therapist is definitely beneficial, but it's circumstantial and it's definitely not something that everyone needs. Yeah, it's it's like optimal. It'd be beneficial if everyone did do it. Does everyone need it? Maybe not. I think I've been really good at... I, I think I'm quite a self-reflective person, self-reflexive, self-reflective, whatever it is, uh, like an intra-perspective, if that's like a word for it. Anyway, I think I'm really good at assessing my own actions, but also speaking to good people around me that I can try and pull more ideas from. And I've been able to, I think I've been able to do that quite well over the past number of years. So even lately when I've just been speaking stuff through for myself, I've, you know, I've run this by my friends, you know, boy detox, been talking to her about some stuff and I have been able to unpack so much just by doing that, even just on my own. So I don't think like you need a therapist to do that, but yeah, it could be beneficial for you. Yeah. I'm not saying that you need one, but I Mm. think it's not going to do any harm. Yeah. It won't do any harm. And I think, I think you'd probably be able to unpack a lot more Mm. when you go to someone, someone professional, I think it's just like when you go to kind of the, Boy Detox, who does the dating and relationship coaching, like, on a full-time basis. Like, she's able to help you unpack so much because she's she can see it from yeah, she a, did. a perspective that is, one, not from a male, two, from someone who who's does experience, yeah. and three, someone who's gained experience by speaking to so many other people within that realm. So, it's like... It's like, who's going to be able to give you better advice? Someone who's never actually studied or doesn't do this for a living or someone who's just your everyday, your everyday mate? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. It's like professionals are there and study for a reason to help people like us create a better life, to gain better relationships. So I think it would be very naive of us to like think that some, a professional wouldn't be able to help. You know what I mean? Same thing you do in life. Like, if you want to build a house, you're yeah. going to go to an architect yeah. and an engineer. If you're sick, yeah, you're going to go to the doctors. That's a good point. You're not just going to use Google and then go and buy the, the first over-the-counter medicine that you see. Well, you might. 
Depends. <laughs> Depends on what sort. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I do get there's a certain level of where you have to do a lot of I agree. Work no, I agree exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna build a house, you go to a builder, you got plumbing to do, you go to a plumber. Yeah. I'm exactly. not gonna I'm not gonna fix the spark shit on my own, yeah. you know, in the back of the house. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a fair you're point. I'm not gonna get your mate from down the road to come and help you fucking get the pipes into your house. Yeah, yeah. No, you that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, good point. But again, a lot of it, yeah, as you said, has to be a lot of self work, mm. self development. I um Fuck, I lost my point. <clears throat> give me two secs. I'll give you two seconds. One. Yeah, two. one of the... Oh, I said this earlier. One of the things I was, was thinking about was... Uh, so recently, my I've been living out here for like four and a half years now. And recently, my dog died back home. So Oops. I got a... Um, yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it was really sad. R.I.P. Snoopy. And uh, he... I got a call from my mum. She was broken. Called me up. And it was really weird. Like, I haven't seen him in like like a really long time and when she told me i think i i deal with stuff very differently i think i'm i compartmentalize a lot and i feel that oh, i don't know what it is like i find sometimes i i, I emotionally feel like i get over things very quickly yeah you only think that yeah well no i, I yeah well of course it, it's something i think it's not yeah. like you know what i mean they so compartmentalize that's what you think yeah you get over them and quickly. and like so she told it to me and i was sad but it kind of, I kind of forgot that like, it's almost like I f- time back home. It feels like it's frozen sometimes because I've been away from it for so long. Yeah. So when she told me, it's like, I was reminded that life still happens there. Mm. And then I started thinking, it's like, that's one of the difficult things about living abroad is you're yeah. expected to get these random phone calls that this family member's ill, that family member's ill, this family member's dead. Like it's going to happen. Those are probably going to be one of the issues you're going to have of living overseas. Oh, that you're going to have these uncomfortable conversations that come out of the blue and you're going to feel like, you know, you were never there or you haven't seen what has happened over those last few mm. years. They've just gone from when you left to now suddenly where they are. And it's yeah. just like, fuck, just reminds you that it's collateral shit. damage whenever you, when you make that decision to move somewhere else to like kind of better your life. Cause as for a lot of people moving away from home, they had a reason or many reasons for doing that. So I think you don't really comprehend how much you'll miss out on hmm. when you, especially this far away as well. Like it's it's a two it's like a two day flight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you leave Sydney, you're not back home hmm. for another two days. It's two stops, whatever, depending on where you live. For me, it would be hmm. like two, two or three stops. And yeah, I guess whenever you're here and shit happens, like I've had friends who I grew up with in school who've got married. Some of them now have kids who didn't have kids when I left two years ago. Mm. Um, and they're all like just popping up everywhere, getting engaged, getting married, having kids, whatever. And it's just like, holy shit, just like there's so much happening back home that I haven't been in, been involved in at all. Mm. And it hits, you, it's, it hits you hard sometimes, but then it's just like, I enjoy my life here too much to like worry about that too much I feel like when it happens I'm sometimes like I mean shit happens you know Mm. bad stuff does happen so you know I don't think anyone who does feel like that don't feel like you're some kind of sociopath because I think that's just how some people are with situations and it's definitely come from having to deal with a multitude of things from growing up that has led me to a point where it's like stuff just happens and I'm very good at just accepting it yeah and just moving on there's not really much you can do about it yeah, you can only re- you can't you can only really do what's in your control, isn't? Yeah, exactly. You can't like, control it. You can't control. You don't it. want to stress about the things that are out of your mm. out of your control, and the things that are in control, then don't stress too much. Yeah, exactly. You should believe in yourself to get that shit done. Get that shit done, boy. Yeah, look at it. 
I've been I've been kind of like that lately, where I've I've decided to set my my mood every day I wake up in default as just happy. Just you're pretty. All, you're a pretty happy yeah, guy. Just always wake up with a positive attitude. With luck, and then I always feel. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel because a lot of people I like, talk about the energy you put in is the energy you like. You'll get out and get back from mm-hmm. from the universe or from people. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like even during COVID and stuff, I've tried to like constantly keep that positive mindset and literally just taking blessings and the very small small things even just living close to the beach still being able to go for walks mm. with Oakley having a full time job mm. all that sort of stuff you just said then Don if you're not in like the same position that I am in terms of like working full time whatever but yeah I think because I am in such a blessed position I don't take any of it for granted and then even as I have this positive attitude in life, I've been getting so many opportunities, even throughout COVID, just to do new shit. And yeah. the company I work for is just like getting better and moving yeah. forward and then getting to do freelance stuff as well and working like in a production recently and stuff, which is all COVID safe for anyone listening. So shut your mouths. Fuck off, Karen. Shut your mouths. <laughs> Did my COVID test, came back negative. I had to isolate. Back in your fucking box, yeah. you can't. Shut your mouths. <laughs> As I was saying. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I think it's so important just to constantly, constantly, constantly just take each day in your stride. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the situation that everyone is currently in worldwide is one that no one alive has ever experienced. Mm. Like there have been different little things that have popped up throughout the world, but nothing has literally affected pretty much every single country in the world. So I think people need to start giving each other grace and the fact that no one knows the fuck what's going on. Like, yeah. literally, you have no clue. Like, we're all in the pandemic together, trying to figure this shit out. Yeah, day at a time. Hundred percent. But it is what it is. Just it is keep, what it is. Trying to keep my mental health in check. Do what you can. Try and drink more, walk more, enjoy the sun, go for daily dips, and uh, you've been trying to force me to get in the, that daily dip. I'm not about it. Yeah, I'll teach you how to swim, bro. It's fine. I know how to swim. <laughs> Wow. Stop shouting, bro. You're so defensive. You stop yelling. Stop. Can you just calm down? Very, very well. Bro, just chill. Just chill. You're being... I have a question for you. Oh, fucking hell. I'm already nervous. What is this question going to be? What is the... No, I never did it. I never slept with her. (laughs) I didn't. I promise you. Okay, I might have done. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) Okay. What do you think the the dating landscape is going to be like once we're out of lockdown? Oh, the dating landscape once we're out of lockdown. Honestly... I think it's going to go back to the same as it was before. <laughs> like, honestly, look, let's like... No, no, no. This is why, right? Mm. We have like dramatic... It's like when you're ill, right? People are like, when I'm ill, fuck, I'm so grateful for when I feel better. I'm so grateful. I forget what that's like. When you're better, you fucking go back to doing whatever you did before. Yeah. Like, people aren't going to change that much. We're going to go back to doing what we do before. People are going to be stuck behind their phones, scrolling social media, be addicted to apps. It's just going to be the same as it was before. What There'll be a ho- period. What, what do you hope it'll be like, though? I would hope that more people would have the... Cons- the blah, I would hope more people would have the confidence to socially communicate uh, mm. in public. They would just go balls deep. Like, if they see someone and they think they're, like, attractive, they're like, fuck mm. it. Who cares? I'm going to go up and approach and, you know, introduce myself. I would, that would be optimal. Do I think it's going to happen? A percentage of people probably, you're going to have like probably three different groups. You're going to have people. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Thanks. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for that. (laughs) 
Sorry, that's my old like ADHD oh self coming out. See, I set up and everything. I'm like, okay. So I'll start again. That it will probably go back to normal. <laughs> I have a post-it note at work when I'm on like a sale. Just slow the fuck down. Because I've been I told. Can only imagine. Yeah, because I get like, okay. I think it's going to go back to normal. You're going to be in three different groups of people. Mm. One group, they're going to be like, yes, they're going to change. Yeah. The other group of people will change for a bit and go back to normal. And the other people will just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. And I think eventually, you know, most people are going to follow suit. It's, yeah, most people are just going to follow suit. That's yeah. what I think is really going to happen, realistically. Yeah, I think that I, I kind of I think the likelihood of that happening is pretty high where people are just going to stay behind their phones. But one thing I do will hope is I do hope people use the fact that we've been we've been put in a position where we have not been able to com- communicate with humans, <coughs> communicate with our friends in person, family in mm. person, work colleagues in person mm. or date in person. I think people are should hopefully use this opportunity to be like, you know what? I've just realized how important human interaction is. Let me try and step away from these dating apps and just kind of put myself out there in the real world. Mm. See a hot girl in the coffee shop. See a hot girl on your walk. See a hot girl in a bar. Obviously, don't be creepy. Both men and women, because we're not sexist in this, mm. um, on this show. Um, but I think people should give grace when someone slightly steps out of their comfort zone and approaches them. Mm-hmm. And also, people should step out of their comfort zone and approach people if they feel like the invitation is there. Because yeah, there's, so, there's so many times where I've, I've felt, oh, that was like a bit of a, a second look there. I've mm. probably been given the okay to step in. I just haven't done it. You just get lazy. Yeah. So unless I'm giving you the okay, please feel free to keep coming up to me and introducing <laughs> yourself, please. Just please, just please. As much as you can. So any girl's I, interested I, in Dan, even if he doesn't look at you, he still wants you to speak to him. I'm still very interested. <laughs> um, I've got a, uh, I've got a confession. Okay. I've got a confession coming. Okay. So this actually is a very interesting story. It's about being catfished. Oh, this is a catfish. very, very good is catfish this like story. like a good catfish story? This is a very good catfish story. Okay. So we'll, we'll give it a play. If not, we can edit it around. I've actually got two stories. One of them is just like a short story from memory that I've got given. So I'm going to play the voice now. This is from an anonymous person who I may or may not know. Um, I do know them. And tune in. This is like dating 101 of what not to do. Um, I must have been like 17 at the time. And it was my first ever online dating experience. So I got chatting to this lad, his profile was like, he was dead sporty, he was into like his cricket, his football. And anyway, we got chatting and it turned out that we couldn't meet for a couple of weeks because of the way our shifts worked out. And anyway, we decided to meet this one Saturday and he calls me the night before, bearing in mind we were on the phone for like an hour a night just chatting shit. I was thinking that we were getting along dead well. And the night before, he rang me and he was, like, really nervous about meeting you. And I was like, oh, don't be nervous. He was like, no, no. Oh, bearing in mind, this is February. Um, And he was like, in uh, January, I had to stop playing sports and stuff because I got an injury. So I put on a little bit of weight. And I was like, how much weight can you put on in a month? I was like, oh, don't be stupid. I thought he was just a little bit insecure or something. So then the Saturday morning comes and we'd organised to go on this big walk. 
So he comes to collect me anyway, and I go down and I get in the car, and I just, I had to take a second look and couldn't believe my eyes. Oh, no. Like, he was, he was over the handbrake. Oh. Like, he was sat in the driver's seat, but the fat was, like, over the handbrake. Um, I just, I couldn't believe my eyes anyway. It was definitely not the person on the pictures. But anyway, I went with it because we've been worse. speaking so much. I mean, it definitely was him who I've been speaking to, like, but... Um, so we ended up going for this walk, and we got there, and he couldn't he couldn't get up, like, the first hill. Oh now, I'm not God. very sporty myself, like, but I was just like, oh, should we just go for something to eat anyway? And he was like, yeah, 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 all right, so the nearest place was Mando's. So we Mando's. got to Mando's anyway, yeah. and yeah. it was absolutely rammed. And they put us right in the corner and we had to get to the table and the whole of the aisle of tables and chairs, I had to get up and move for him to get past. I was just like, right, okay, no bother. So um, sat down anyway and I'd already ate before we come out because I didn't think we'd be going for food. So we were sat there and I was like, oh, I think I'm just going to get a wrap. And he was like, oh, when I come with my mates, like I normally get the shirt and platter. I was like, yeah, I'm not that hungry. I actually had something before I came out. And he was like, no, no, I'm not, I just normally get that to myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just paused out for a second. <laughs> what? Oh, okay, we keep going. We keep going. Oh, fuck. So I ended up being like, it's okay. Like, I'll go up and get the food. Like, so I ended up going up to get the food. And... That was it, the food came, and he ate the whole sharing platter to himself. For anyone that doesn't know, so hell? Nando's sharing platter is two... It's it's a large chicken it's large and food. five large sides. Yeah, 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 So five large sides. Whole chicken, five large sides. My goodness. And I was just sat there. I was like, oh, my days. So we ended up getting in the car, and I was like, get me out of here right now. So got in the car, I had to get him to drop me off at my mate, so that was only 10 minutes down the road because I couldn't bear the whole 40-minute journey home. So he goes to kiss me in the car, and I was like, I have to be brutally honest with you, like, you look nothing like your profile pictures. And it turned out in the end that he was putting off meeting me the whole time because he knew that he was so severely overweight that he wanted to try and talk to me and get me, like, basically... To like, on his side oh like his personality before he before we met and think that i wouldn't really be bothered about how he looked um and it turns out that he wasn't actually doing shift work like he was a taxi driver and he was making no effort at all to try and get back into shape um and it turns out that it was like a year before that he'd stopped playing sports and stuff so oh my god yeah, that was awful safe to say i never seen <laughs> That's oh, ridiculous. Mate. That's funny. Mate, and she, this anonymous person who I may or may not know, they told me as well that at like dinner, well, Nando's and they were eating, he was going on about, oh yeah, I love a KFC. I eat it like every night, pretty much every day. They, oh, mate, man. what an absolute, mate. Do you know what? That's the fun, just that bit. He's like, oh, when I used to come in with the boys, I used to get a share in plateau. She's like, oh, I'm not really hungry. No, 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 no. That's, <laughs> that's, that's for me. me. You'll get a wrap. Nah, catfish is. Bro, fuck. 
fuck me oh, oh mate catfishing is not okay it's not right it's not fair be honest with people be up front because that actually you know what don't because these are fucking funny stories I want to get more of these stories in any catfishing stories please send them in and we'll start having a category when we give these confessions Man. of just catfishing stories this is incredible that mate I've got another one no, I'm gonna do. No, no, we're just gonna do one, but I've got a few more yeah. for 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 next time. But yeah, I don't get why people think it's a good idea to catfish. Like, what what are you trying to achieve? Especially if you look nothing like Bro, your photos, you're just wasting your own time. He was like, "Oh, I'm, I've just like had I'm an injury. I've, I've put on a little bit of weight, just a little bit, just a little bit. I just want a little sm- smidge of weight." May imagine spending that long talking to someone and actually getting on with them, and then you meet them, and they're just literally not. That's heartbreaking as well. Because it's like you put in so much emotional investment as yeah. well. And yeah, that is a, a confession, mate. I love that. Um, well, on that note. I'm really happy, mate. This has been uh, this has been good. Thank you very much everyone for checking back into Subletuche. Cheers for listening, guys. It's Peace been and love. Pleasure. Follow Stay us safe. on all our social media yep. platforms. Yep. Don't start doing that. <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> Follow us in all our shit, and uh, yes, we'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.